excuse me. Good morning and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Ash, and I am here to talk about a bunch of different things. So this episode being the 69th episode, I felt it was only right that we get into kind of having a sex talk, you know, more on an energetic note, but also on like a physical note. And uh, I titled this podcast uh, STDs, Sexual Transmitted Demons, because I feel like it's a topic that not a lot of people, um, it's not readily available to everybody, like having this conversation and having this information out there. So, you know, this is a topic I feel that it's important for all of us to kind of know and get into, especially if we are participating or engaging with others, you know, and like having that thing called life and just you know feeling sparks and being intimate with other people so with that being said I wanted to kind of get into the concept of sexual empowerment right and you know how a lot of times there's been a lot of different ways especially I feel as women that there has been a platform for sexual empowerment and that can kind of look like that sex in the city that city girl that you know all these different um kind of influences of just like you know having sex with people not caring keeping it pushing doing whatever it is and i feel like you know in order to understand you know what works the best for each individual person is going to have a different look and view of what empowerment means for them sexually. A lot of us are healing from different sexual traumas or different uh, concepts that we've endured, you know, growing up and being groomed in certain ways, uh, especially, especially as women. And, you know, also men too, like, you know, feeling like they need to pursue women in a certain way, or, you know, if we just want to like cut the gender and, and, and it's for a sense, just more like masculine forward people or feminine forward people feeling like they need to be the more submissive one and, you know, vice versa or the aggressive. So with that being said, you know, it's like going back to like really asking yourself, what do you feel like, what does sex mean to you? You know, like it's literally, well, I just want to give a space right there. Like what does sex mean to you? Like give that a thought, give that a feeling. And, you know, after you have it, you know, assess why. Why do you feel like it means whatever it is that you thought? Why does it mean that to you? And, you know, a lot of it has just been kind of programmed. You know, we grow up and a lot of us don't actually have a literal, like, sex conversation with our parents. It's just like, don't get pregnant or you know, be protected or whatever it is, because it could be a little awkward for some people and I'm sure for some parents to navigate, it could definitely be an uncomfortable conversation. I just think that even in the school system, in platforms, like just there could be so much better ways to go about explaining like your power is your consent, you know, like your power is doing what it is that you actually want to do not from feeling pressured to do it. And in the same breath, just thinking about your relationship with sexual or sexual encounters that you had, you know, like from the awkwardness of being, you know, a teenager, if you did have sex when you were younger or, you know, from the first time you ever had it, you know, it's just like, 
learning how you've navigated the different circumstances and experiences and like who was there to like give you advice because usually it's just your peers that know just as little about this stuff you know and how important it is to like check yourself regularly and you know make sure that you're paying attention to your body to show if like there are signs of literal imbalances on a scientific level and you know also just being straight up like it's okay to ask people like when's the last time you got tested especially if you're planning on having sex with somebody without any protection like whether male or female like regardless of your sexual preference like that's very important to check in with because you know a lot of people can look at people that jump out of planes as daredevils or you know um adrenaline adrenaline junkies and things like that and then people don't tend to look as much at people who are having a lot of unprotected sex as the same thing because that could absolutely be putting yourself in danger you're playing roulette if you don't know the person even if you do know the person but you aren't aware or checking in with their status of like when's the last time you got tested and things like that like shit happens you know what i mean right now we're living in like pandemic post-pandemic i don't even know what we're in this weird in between the two of those um and std like actual scientific std rates have been skyrocketed so that's another reason why I wanted to have this podcast because it's like kind of like we're having a sex talk like in in all spectrums, you know, and uh, touching base on on a lot of different fields and areas so we can better like be educated, you know, and also share that knowledge. I feel like I've done a lot of research on this topic and I feel it very strongly about the way I personally go about this topic. And I just feel like it's important, number one, to be educated so with that being said getting into the more energetics you know even in the caption i had wrote have you ever slept with somebody and that could be your partner that could be a one-night stand that could be a person that you every infrequently you know sleep with or even just have a sexual exchange have you ever had an exchange with somebody and you know then felt kind of like heavy you know like you can't shake a feeling you can't get it off of you and you're like it sometimes like a feel you know could bring up like a feeling of like shame or doubt or confusion or whatever the case it brings up different things in different people especially to those this is not limited to anyone but especially to those who are sensitive and who are like extremely sensitive empathetic human beings i like to call it energetically sensitive these are the people, especially if you are a person who is sensitive, it's something to definitely pay attention to and take heed of um, who you are laying with, you know, who you're deciding to be intimate with and why you want to do that. You know what I mean? Because we live in a world where there's all different types of sex toys. There's all different types of things like, you know, we don't necessarily have to engage with people in that way. Most of the time we engage with people sexually because we're actually looking for a connection like we're looking for a more depth like i know it's not cool or it's not you know trendy to look at it in that way but on a very primal level we have sex i mean if we're talking the heteronormative way the sex that comes in that way is more so for the general consensus of like creating a human right and then and and the more 
uh, gay way. I'm like, you know, you just you're you want to connect with that person. You know what I mean? You want to create something. Every time you are choosing to have sex with someone, you're either creating something or you're destroying something, whether you're conscious of it or not. So it, I personally think that it's better to put consciousness to that interaction, right? If you know that you have the opportunity to call something in or remove something, it's like you're having your own personal moon ceremony, you know, your new moon and your full moon, whatever you want or whatever you feel is the most beneficial for you um, or you and your partner, if you want to consent to that and both like kind of think of the same thing, then you're just pushing that intention out into the world that much more you know if you're both like on the same page where you're like you know let's manifest something in particular you know and then you have that opportunity to both think that at the point of climax and you're literally that's like the strongest form of energy you know people who want to talk about in in the more spiritual aspect and and the the different like ways to manifest or to call things in or to clear things out our sexual energy is literally the most vital and strong, potent energy that we have within our being because it's coming from, you know, that, and I'm talking about the sexual energy, not necessarily like the lustful energy. I'm talking about sexual energy that's rooted in love, that's rooted in wanting to connect. The lustful energy is kind of coming from that other space of like, it still wants to connect, but it's like more of like a conquering you know, like, oh, let me, like, I, I think that person is hot. Like, I want to, you know, I want to get that person. Or, like, you know, I, it, it's more of a, a temporary kind of feeling rather than, like, that debtful wanting to connect for the sense of, like, it's the most intimate thing you can do. You're literally plugging into one another, what regardless of how you view it. Like, you cannot physically be closer to a person on the, like in comparison to having sex like you just can't you know so i think it's really something that we should put respect on on it's on its way on its name you know like and putting respect on it by just understanding educating ourselves and giving reverence to these things like i don't mean that every time you have sex that has to be a spiritual ceremony i'm not saying that i'm not trying to take the fun out of spontaneous like times that you you know you just you get intimate with people and sometimes it's spontaneous and it's really amazing and it's great and it feels super empowering and maybe the next day you don't feel bad maybe you feel great you know my rule of thumb is like i don't sleep with people that i wouldn't be okay with being like i've always said that like if i'm not okay with waking up and being in your body on some freaky friday shit like i'm not i'm not doing that i'm not having that exchange you know because I'm very energetically sensitive, so anytime that I've interacted, even if I'm just around someone, nonetheless having sex with somebody, nonetheless even just kissing somebody, I, I, I've had to learn how to have energetic boundaries to not take things home. Now, when it comes to having sex, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a condom or not. There is no sense of, like, you, you would literally have to shut yourself off from feeling anything in order for you to not pick up the other person's stuff. So either you're going to engage in sex and be numb and not truly get to enjoy the, the, the highs or the lows, like you're going to be numb and not feel anything or you're going to feel and that involves taking on other people's stuff, right? So 
it doesn't have to stay with you. You know, this is my point of educating or like sharing this knowledge. You know, it doesn't have to stay with you. You don't have to choose to like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep this with me and I'm just going to feel heavy for the rest of the week or like whatever the case is. Like, no, it, it, the first thing is like acknowledging like, yo, what is mine and what is not mine? My whole point of bringing up this conversation is to spark that awareness. Like, pay attention, you know? Next time you are sexually intimate with somebody, regardless of who they are, like, notice how you feel after notice how you you know are like are you feeling like full of life are you and then also like reflect on their life like are do they feel very happy you know what i mean do they feel full of like you know of they want to pursue things like growth mindset or is it a fixed mindset where people just don't necessarily it's not that anything's greater or less than it's just some people are comfortable where they're at and other people want to constantly bring growth and neither are right or wrong it just is what it is and it's like well you have to see if that is that in alignment with you you know like is that in alignment with what you're what you're trying to do in your life and your goals you know does it feel good does it feel right for you in the moment it might feel great but then after it might not feel so good so just reflect on that you know just like allow yourself the space to reflect on that and if we're talking about a scientific you know way and if we're talking about like male species and semen like also just putting it out there that anybody male or female that is getting ejaculated and like that live semen is live in your body for the next five days so how the fuck on a scientific level could you even doubt the fact that you're walking around with someone else's stuff it don't matter how much what are you splashing in yourself that is a literal live dna that is trying to connect whether or not you have birth control or not or whether you know or if if you're a male and and that's not even something you're concerned about it doesn't stop the fact that semen literally has like live dna molecules trying to attach and create in your body for five days like that's wild you know what i'm saying so like even on a scientific level like we need to educate ourselves. Like, if this, if if you don't necessarily believe in the spiritual woo woo, and you know you feel like ah nah, I just be fucking people and it doesn't even phase me. Like, whether you're male or female, like it's going to affect you. Cause even if you're a male, like your DNA is now a part of you is is in another person, you know, or, or like it's it that's still a part of you. You know what I mean? And if you are sensitive enough to like pick up on that you can kind of target and be like, oh, okay, boom, like that's why I'm feeling that way. And if you don't give yourself the time and space to kind of lean into what that feeling is, you may just be feeling off and not really knowing where it's coming from. So once again, this podcast is to just be a reminder to maybe spark a light for people when they're experiencing different things, you know, to go back to and be like, oh shit, like maybe that's what I'm feeling, you know? And it's just the, to, to, prioritize what feels good for us in the moment you know also talking about sexual constructs talking about like what it is to growing up being like you know there's there's certain pressures that happen you know in in sexual encounters where people feel like oh, okay well i can't use protection because they don't want to use protection and and that would that's going to hinder the mood or you know uh you i just like i want to i want to make them feel good so i'm gonna you know sacrifice or take a chance on my own health you know because a lot of the times people don't even realize they have shit and they're spreading it around 
So you gotta ask yourself in the moment, like, is is the the feeling, the sensation of something being good, especially if it's like um, a person you really don't know like that and haven't had the conversation with, health wise, is it worth it? You know, and then and then you have to ask yourself the same thing energetically, like, is it worth it? You know, is it worth me like sitting there and being like, oh, okay, I I'm not go I'm going to just go into this because we really can't have like we can have the mindset you know maybe you can go into having sexual encounters and have the mindset of like okay i'm going to do this and i'm going to come out and i'm i'm going to clear myself and i'm not going to carry this person's energy or weight with me like yeah you can do that there's there is absolutely you know but that that involves reclaiming what is yours that's that's that involves discerning what isn't, you know, and that in involves going into it with that mindset, which can't be acquired unless you have the knowledge. So that is that is really the the point of, of having that conversation and also just like getting getting into the topic of like, you know, every time we have sex with somebody, you know, we create these cords, you know, these energetic cords where, you know, we can create cords even without having sex with people. But it's like almost guaranteed to happen when you know you are having sex with somebody because you're so close to them, um, and it's important to like you know so you, you think about it like this like you have like this almost an energetic like umbilical cord to somebody, and then it kind of creates this web like we're connected to these people that aren't even in our life anymore. So then we'll think about them or have a dream about them or whatever the case is. And we don't even realize like you're still connected to them. You might not talk to them, but you might be connected to them still. So there's different things in different ways. There's something called a cord removal, you know, and that's something that you can look up, like look into. There's a book, it's called Learning to Love. That's a really incredible book that I used to like really, really push mad hard. Um, it's definitely a really great start to getting into understanding the concepts of what I'm talking about and also just like how to attract love from yourself and, you know, authentically through others in, in a way that you're really in alignment with yourself and others. Um, but that's, that's a book that you could look up. It's by Victoria White, I believe. And um, yeah, you, that's definitely something to get into. And they have a whole bunch of courses and stuff like that that you can kind of get more familiar with if that's something that feels good or if that's something but all I'm saying is that book that's no matter what regardless of anything that has happened in life like that book is definitely a beautiful tool and has helped me immensely and actually just made sense in front of me what I've always felt you know because it's crazy it's crazy how our intuition we get so linked in with a person that's why a lot of people who are getting cheated on they know before it's proven because you like either energetically you start feeling it and then especially when you have sex like that i've known even personally for me in my life what there's been times where i've slept with my my previous partners and like i started hysterically crying and i was like what the fuck like why and then it just made sense later on to see what ended up unfolding and it was like my body knew before my mind could even catch up so it's important to pay attention to that stuff and you know also just being able to release that release those release those cords release those those traumas that we have pent up and just kind of like be able to like forgive you know like even the most fucked up shit like it's not about like it's not about being okay with something because a lot of us 
a lot of us in this day and age, like it's like I believe it's one out of four people have been, you know, well, trigger warning, have been, you know, sexually abused, and that's something that it's it's a very difficult topic, and it's something that not a lot of people talk about in in public of what can we do to help heal that, right? A lot of people share their experiences, or some people, not a lot, but some people share their experiences. Um, but what about the people that aren't ready to share their experience, but they're listening and you know, they don't know what to do with that? And I feel like it's really important to give that space to like, you know, there's different things and you don't have to do it alone. You know, and I think that's really important is to find like, you know, a community around you, whether that looks like you're a woman, you need a women's community, whether you're a man, you need man's community, or you're a man, you need a women's community, whatever it is, like vice versa, like just asking for that, that help, you know, and not, you don't have to specifically say for what, but like just paying attention to those people that you feel safe around and maybe opening up and maybe inquiring with people that, uh, you know, if, if your thing is spirituality, you know, that could help you with those niches. There are different things to do, whether you have a womb or a lingam, like that you can do different steams, like yoni steams. I don't really like to just call it yoni steams. Like I do call it coochie steams, but you it could also just be a steam, right? Men are able to do it as well. And that can also help to remove cords if you're doing that practice and envisioning that, you know, working with different herbs, uh, different plant allies to help us to release different things that are stored in our body. You know, it's like if you wanted to look into other books on how things can be stored, if our own emotions can be stored in our body and things like that, if you're energetically sensitive and you're picking up on shit, like that can absolutely be stored from other people too. So it could be the people that we're engaging with, it could be, you know, our ancestral things. Some of us are walking around with traumas that we didn't even endure in this lifetime, but we are still like feeling our body feels like it has right so just tuning into ourselves and our bodies i think is most important for literally everything in life and it's crazy because everything in our society has been perfectly designed to make us separate and numb ourselves and and not listen to our bodies to leave our bodies to abandon them when things get um anxiety filled or you know when when shit's hitting the fan it's like we fucking leave our bodies a lot of times and like you know pick up our phone and go to scrolling or i feel uncomfortable let me go to scrolling i, I feel like this let me oh, okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and it's usually everything that's outside of our own being and i think that you know and that's something that i've struggled with a lot in this lifetime too so it's not like i'm speaking on this without experience it's something that i actively have to work on and call myself back into my body because I don't want to abandon me, you know? I don't want to abandon myself, especially in those moments that we're feeling so much hurt. That's where I want to, like, put my, my feet into the ground and, and hold strong, you know, and really be that stability and that, and that support system for myself when I need it. How can I be that for others if I don't do that for myself when shit gets rough, you know? So it's... It's important to, you know, view these things in that way. Like, you know, we could look at things like as if they're not that deep, but they, they absolutely can be. And I don't know, you know, at the end of the day, I don't have all the answers. This is just all of my opinion and, and different things that I've, that I've researched on and read and my experiences, my accounts. Like, that's what this podcast is about. Nothing is definitive. Everyone's going to have their own truth, you know, so I'm not trying to swindle or make anyone believe in anything that they don't genuinely believe you know that's this is my experience and 
in that I feel like there's just so much more to learn. I feel like there's never going to be a moment where I'm not learning about something. And also learning how to read the tells, you know, like paying attention to the different things. Our bodies are saying things like when our pH is off as women, like, you know, I mean, your pH could be off as men too, you know, like, and, and when you are feeling these different things, like there's a reason, like I feel like almost every single time I've ever been with a person where it's something was off, something was happening, then my pH goes off, you know what I mean? Or, you know, also on a scientific level, that could have to do with what we're eating and what we're consuming, which can also do with what we're feeling, right? So no matter how surface we wanna make something, it could get deeper because how is it happening? Why is it happening? If like, you know, even if you don't agree that something's happening because you're being intimate with somebody, okay, so now let's look into your diet. Like, why are you eating that way? And then let's look into like how you felt to get you to eat that way. Or like what is stopping you from eating healthier or when you know you need to, you know? So all I have to say, I wanna get into a few more topics. <laughs> I just don't, I didn't wanna, continue going on that one but yeah you know just paying attention to the way we've been groomed from like very young there's so much controversy at talking about how like which I don't fully agree with everything you know when it's like um pushing certain agendas down children's throats you know like when it comes to I don't feel like anything should be sexualized. Like even like in the the princess and like all this stuff and stuff, like it's always like, well, they kiss and they have a baby and like all these different things. And we're all so like, there's little romantic things or, or sexual things that are in so many videos and so much media that we allow children to consume and then children become teenagers and nobody tells them what the fuck is going on. And then they have to figure it out themselves. And then where do they go? probably the internet, like probably the internet, right? And then what do you find on the internet? Every single kind of porn you could ever imagine, right? So when you're there, you have young people thinking that this is how it really is, thinking that these little movies of people having sex in certain ways with certain niches, that that's what is to be expected. So then there's certain circumstances where it's like, you know, I, I know somebody was just telling me recently, she was saying how one of her first sexual encounters was she was like, you know, in the woods hanging out when she was young and like her in the sky, like they kissed and then he just put his hand down her pants and, you know, she was 12 years old. So it's not like she shaved. It's not like she was like, prepared for that it, it's not like that was necessarily consensual it wasn't something that was like asked it was just something that was done and she said she was like in shock and she just like pulled away and was like you know like what the fuck kind of and you know she had to hear from like her friends that you, someone said to her like oh you know you're really supposed to shave down there and so which means that the boy who unconsensually just put his hand down her pants in the woods then talked about how she wasn't shaved, right? So then now she's living, she has this shameful experience where, oh my God, I have to be ready. I have to be ready in case a boy's gonna put my their hand down my pants. Like I have to be ready for that. Like that's fucking crazy that that's like a societal norm. This is shit that we've experienced and endured like 
throughout. Like, there's so much shit like that I can recollect, I can re- remember with growing up myself, like, and just my own teenage experience. Like, shit like that was so normal. Oh, I have to always be shaved because I don't know if, I, you know, I'm going to be with somebody today and, like, I have to appease. I have to appease the, the, the person or the the masculine the the whether male or female but like just the gaze the sexual gaze that's been put on people the unrealistic thing because you're going you're watching porn people have landing strips and are fucking completely like shaven and all these different things so like men are like yeah this is what this is what women want and women are like yeah this is what women want or this is what men want whatever the fucking case is whatever your sexual preferences there's a fucking category for it right and so you can sit there and be like this is what they want and it might not be at all. Like, in order to learn what someone wants, why don't you fucking ask them? Like, why don't you ask them? Why are you so embarrassed to ask somebody what it is that they want? And if, you know, if they don't know, then it's be like, okay, let's explore. Let's figure it out together. And if they do know, boom, that's even great. There you go. Now you got given a key. This is what you want. I'm going to provide it. It doesn't have to be based off of, like, most people learn about sex through porn. And then you have people that, now, now let's talk about sexual energy, right? Now let's talk about the vampirism of what porn has become. Not saying that porn is the worst thing and nobody should watch it. Listen, I'm a full believer in middle ground. Find your balance, duality, right? This is what the podcast is about. There are sustainable sources of being able to find porn. There are there are different websites and different things that, yeah, you might have to pay a dollar or, or five or whatever, but it's going to that person who's providing that service who wants to be up there. A lot of places like Pornhub and places like that literally have people getting raped and or underage and they don't take it down. They could even be put and like, excuse me, I don't want this. This is my daughter. This is this, blah, 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 blah. And they won't take it down. Maybe they will in a year, whatever the case is, or maybe they won't. But that's like something if you look into the industry, if you actually care, because most people, they don't want to hear it. Because, like, how the fuck are you going to tell me porn is bad when that's what I do every night? That's what I'm paying attention to all the time. So if you tell me that that's bad and then I believe it and then I do my own research, that means I should stop doing it. So I don't want to do that. So, you know, what? I'm going to ignore that. And that's what most people do about most information. It's like um, it's more it's 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 more difficult to move with integrity than it is to move out of impulse and out of uh instant gratification right so with that being said like you could be very well be watching someone who has no content you don't think that there's an exchange you know when you're on zoom with somebody when you're watching a movie when you're doing these different things like you know maybe not zoom because that's a personal personal interaction but there are sex shit like that you can sit there and be on on that and then you're creating these cords in the in the ether you know what i mean so it's like Paying attention to what it is that we're consuming, you know, and that I'm not saying that you can't consume porn, but I'm saying everything in moderation. If you're busting nuts all day, you're not going to have any energy to do anything else. And our sexual energy is our vital energy. Right. So when we're sitting there and constantly male or female are busting nuts all day, like you don't have the energy, the pursuit, the passion to want to fucking do anything else. Why would you? All of your oxytocin is coming from sitting on your ass and fucking working your hand. So let's be real. Like, let's get real with ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Or don't, you know, but that's your choice. I just felt the need to come up here and, and, and bring awareness to something. But if you look at it, there's studies. I could send you an email. There's some information that I have um, acquired that was sent to me because I was talking about this topic. 
probably like four years ago. And it was talking about the study. It was specifically a study on men, but I don't believe that it's limited to just men. I believe that it's the same thing could be applied to women. You know, it's just the whole concept of women and sexual is just a whole other thing. But, you know, um, once again, if the study was on men and it was talking about how men start to develop ailments from watching porn and like ejaculating many times a day and how people who do that tend to get like a yellow glaze in their eyes and how all of these different things that happen and, and that they don't actually ever feel fulfilled because they're not getting the experiences that are set out to get you know it's just like desensitizing 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 and that's why everything in moderation sex toys in moderation you know something that i personally sell that if you've ever been at any of the events that i provide like um or have been a part of rather it i sell crystal sex toys that are gia certified which is the same certification that goes that a diamond undergoes it has no motor, you know what I mean? So that's something that's just like you exploring yourself and also it's giving a good way for you to release traumas in certain areas, do certain things, and, and just another extension to connect with yourself and create the sanctity. Bring the sanctity back into into your sexual experience. It's not just like, I want to come. It's like, all right, well, I want to connect with myself, right? I want to make myself feel good. I want to learn how I can make myself feel good without just putting on a vibrator and getting to that point in like two seconds, right? It's everything is about, you know, everything has been designed for us to get it right away. We have Amazon, get it the same day. You have this, you can get it, to, you have DoorDash, you don't want to go to the fucking store or the delivery. You don't even have to talk to nobody. You just boop, boop, boop in your phone. And we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Why the fuck wouldn't we? We're creatures of habit. We like convenience. We like convenience. This is why most inventions were created. Why do you think we have a car? Because we were getting sick and tired of riding on a horse that takes so long. You know what I mean? It's just... I'm not saying that convenience is, nah, I'm not not saying it either. I was going to say that convenience is our enemy, but it kind of is in a big way because it, 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 it's, it's the op because it separates us from source, right? It separates us from our own capabilities of what we can do. So just whether we're talking about sexuality, whether we're talking about the everyday basis, we're talking about communication, human to human interaction, we're humans, we wanna connect. We can be like, listen, I'm, a, I'm an amdrovert, I'm even leaning more towards introvert in a lot of ways, and I don't always wanna connect with people, but I'd be lying to say if I don't want to, like I absolutely do, everybody does. Like there's studies and things that, that have been around for centuries where kids in a, in a in an orphanage that never got any human interaction right have died from literally just not connecting with other human beings and like or or had severe severe psychological issues you know it, there's so many different things and like when we start like looking at having intimacy or closeness or sex or whatever the case is with other people as like it's this fucking game you know we look at all of these songs think think about the things we're fucking saying when we're rapping these songs like that we're paying attention to like think about it for a second like it's so far from you know just 
I'm, I guarantee if you asked what sex was to yourself and you were honest with yourself in the beginning of this episode, it's so far from that. It's so far from that because even the most gangster person in the world still wants somebody to love. Like it's a, like you can't escape that. And if you just want to, you know, I, listen, I'm not a, I'm not about the. I get that some of us have to, you know, have a front on or whatever. Feel like that's the way that we need to navigate in life. And I don't feel like we need to look about like wanting to genuinely connect with people as shameful. You know, like you don't have to be desperate. You, but you also don't have to be a stone wall. If you're a stone wall, how you fucking anything? You're a fucking inanimate object. Like, nothing's going, nothing's permeating you. <laughs> like, so, you know, you want something, but you're not ready or willing to put in. It's like, you, if you want an exchange, you have to participate in it, or else you're just voyeuring. You're just watching. You're not even participating in it. So you're not even actually being fulfilled with what you want. And I think that is really important to find the balance of these things. You know, a lot of people feel like they need to have sex with people in order to fulfill themselves. And once again, I'm not saying to repress like certain people do like semen retention and other people do, you know, like celibacy and things like that. And that's that's incredible. Like you'll literally notice like any time that I've been celibate in my life, like you have a magnetism, like people everywhere just like like hey even if it's just like hi even if people are just like waving on the street like everywhere you go there's like a magnetism to you why is that because all of your sexual energy is being fluctuated um not fluctuated it's being i don't know fused right like it's being used in your body and it's it's circulating circulating is the word in your body and it's going to the places it needs to go it's helping you create create your pursuits a lot of people don't realize that, you know, like sexual release is really an escape. Sometimes it's the only escape that you have. So fuck it. You know, listen, I'm not trying to make anyone shameful. Wherever you're at, just being okay with wherever you're at doesn't mean that you shouldn't be uh, open to growing. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't be open to learning and experiencing more. You know what I mean? If you are a person who is constantly watching porn and ejaculating all day, like maybe you feel shameful when somebody talks about it, but maybe you can, instead of like, I strongly encourage you to to release that shame and just being like, well, yo, like who fucking taught you better? You know what I mean? Like even with the story I said earlier with, with a, a, a friend of mine who told me that story, like with the hand down and pants and everything, like that's fucked up. And like, that's such a fucked up experience for that woman. Also for that boy, like, did he know any better? Not to excuse his behavior because it's still not okay. But is that what he was told he should do? You know, operating at 12 years old, you know, it would just, it's not about being okay with either of these things. It's just about having compassion for other people's experiences in life, like, and, and working with what it is that they had to work with, right? So. I strongly encourage you if you're listening to this and anything was triggering or anything, you know, was something that brought up the feeling of shame to just like take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth and just say that it's okay. Like it's okay because you've done the best that you could with what you've known and you're so deserving to honor and treat yourself as the most optimal you can and baby steps you know baby steps just pay attention to what you can do now in the moment and 
you know, just getting aware of the fact that your body is sacred. You know what I mean? Your body is sacred. Not only women, like our our bodies are sacred. And that's something that I feel like doesn't get expressed to men as well. Like your bodies are sacred. You don't have to give it to just anybody. And once again, I'm not saying you got to be a prude, neither. Just be mindful. Just be mindful with what you want to engage in and who you want to engage with. And if you actually fuck with that person or if you just aesthetically like the way they look, what if their soul is fucking gross? Like sexual transmitted demons. You know what I mean? That's what the fucking podcast is called for a reason. People could pass on their shit to you and then feed off of your good energy and suck it out of you. And then you're over here like, what the fuck? Why do I feel like shit? It's like because a person was feeding off of you. A lot of lower vibrational, and I say lower vibrational being more of the um, people that are navigating through fear and hatred and shame and things like that, right? So it's not that anyone's lower, it's just a lower vibration, just to clarify. So that vibration, a lot of people move with this like succubusic, incubusic energy of this lust where it's like this siren energy of like luring, like I, I need you to need me. I want you to want me because if you do that, then you're gonna validate my experience. You're gonna validate who I am and, and the fact that I'm desirable, probably because I was not given that experience as a child. When we start unpacking a lot of these hypersexual factors, we actually start to unpack how they're all centered and rooted in trauma. You know, there are certain things like, there are certain things in BDSM and in that world where it's like, yo, is this empowering or is this perpetuating trauma? Like, do I want to be taken advantage of because I was taken advantage of? Or am I actually finding liberation in that? Or, you know, am I actually finding liberation in this, in, in degrading and in being degraded? Or is it just perpetuating the trauma and it's it's giving me that safe feeling because it's all I know that's something that like I don't I don't co-sign a lot of the the sexual empowerment that I see because I don't feel like it's actual empowerment I feel like a lot of times it's 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 uh it's finding psychological comfort in things that are actually like it's like toxic relationship it's like a toxic relationship it's like and I'm not going to congratulate someone to being in a toxic relationship. It's like, because I feel like that's a toxic relationship with yourself and your trauma in a lot of ways. Certain people, it's not. Certain people, it genuinely isn't. Certain people like that. I just can't get behind, like, why would anybody actually feel good with being degraded? Like, why is that? Why? How can that? If our brains and our words are spells... And everything that we say and do affects ourself and one another. How the fuck if I tell you that you're a worthless piece of shit? How can that have any form of healing? How can that, like, because there's a sense of control, because there's a sense of, well, I'm consenting to this now. Listen, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying that I can't understand how that would be because our our spirit, our brain, our being doesn't can't discern if something is a joke or if something's serious, that's why it's important to not say certain things, like even joking about them. Like I'm very serious about that. I don't like when people joke about certain like serious things like that. I'm like, bro, like don't fucking say that shit. You know what I mean? And so I just can't see how that can be like the most beneficial thing. I think that maybe there could be there's more room for exploration. Maybe that's a step. 
maybe that's a step you know maybe that's a form of like reclaiming like this shit was done to me okay boom now i'm gonna have it done to me boom okay now what about like there was a point <laughs> i'm like all right i'm gonna be vulnerable with you guys i'm gonna share some um there was a point in time where i was looking into like different like dominatrix things and there's this specific dominatrix um this dom in california and she's a psychologist and i was like yo like i want to fucking learn from her that's dope like that would be incredible and there were so many different things it was based around like um not sigmund freud it was based around oh carl carl young and the subconscious brain and all these different things and i was like oh my god that's fucking dope like i want to learn this shit but then i looked at it and it was like having sex slaves and she like and like you know like people that were like naked and like coming to her like kneeling to her and like all these different things and i'm like once again like me i, I want to say i'm not judging maybe i am i don't know i'm fucking human so i'm not even gonna say i am or i'm not i'm just gonna say it didn't resonate with me and i was just like oh fuck like i don't want that like maybe i should be like an empowerment dom maybe i should like beat people up until they fucking love themselves because that's what i feel like i do anyway verbally you know <laughs> I feel like I was always getting calls and I still this day get calls from my friends that are like, you know, especially men, I feel like call me and, and, and like they want to be beaten to love themselves. So I'm like, maybe I should make this a fucking career, you know, and um, I never I never did. But, um, you know, I just I just I looked at the industry and I'm like, I want this to be sexual empowerment, but it doesn't feel empowering. In fact, it feels really fucking gut pulling down and not, it doesn't feel good for me. It doesn't feel good for me. I'm not even gonna get into it personally. But, you know, and, and once again, that's not to say anyone's doing anything wrong or there's any shame in that. I just don't feel like, there, I think that there's more ways that we can learn to uplift one another and we're constantly, we're doing mid you know we're doing mid and we can do we can do better and maybe mid is all we can do but I'd, like i'd be damned if thinking that's the solution you know so i just want to put that out there you know whatever i'm not gonna sit here and like and uh you know have to censor myself from what i actually feel i'm one person i have my experiences and, and how i feel about things and you might not agree with them you might agree with them Either way, I can respect and listen to how you feel about it, too. And if you have anything you want to talk to about it, you can reach out to me personally, you know. And that's the thing, too. I feel like a lot of people on platforms don't actually speak about how they feel out of fear of being ridiculed or combated or or commented up and like people like attacking them and things like that. And it's like, yo, like, I just want to I just want to give that personal like if anybody has a feeling towards anything I have to say from anything I've ever said in the past to anything I will say everything I've said today and anything I will say in the future hit me up, like DM me, like have an actual conversation with me. There's no reason to put on a, on a comment, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're gonna have a surf, what we're having a conversation for everybody else, talk to me about it. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk one-on-one, -on -one. like let's actually discuss what it is that's coming up because maybe you can, you can teach me something too. You know, so it's just, just about creating the platform. I'm always open to having my mind changed as well. You know, I do believe in what I believe in strong, but I, I am open, so. Yeah, with that being said, I think that I covered all of the topics I wanted to, but to get, actually no, to get back into sexual empowerment, 
different ways that we can empower ourselves. Like I was, I was discussing taking that, um, that taking heed to who we're sleeping with, right? Um, learning to explore our own bodies and, you know, forgiving and healing different things that may have happened to us in the past. Um, that doesn't look like that's going to happen in a day. I'm not trying to sit here and be like, just heal yourself from all the fucked up shit. Like, no, nah, it's going to take like consistently working on yourself probably for the rest of your life. But don't give up. Don't give up. You're so worthy. You're so worthy of holding space for yourself. Excuse me. You're so worthy of... Sorry, I have like a hiccup stuck in my throat. Okay. Thanks for that. You're so worthy of being there for yourself and finding new ways to be there for yourself and through thick or thin you know i i truly believe that whoever is listening and whoever isn't listening either that you're so worthy of that and other like sexual maintenance and or you know sexual empowerment is just to be honest with whatever is right for you you know that might look into like working with a yoni egg or doing like getting into a little bit of like tantric yoga on your on your own or like even just meditating sometimes just meditating especially with your partner before you engage in sex is like fucking like so i know it might sound like like whack foreplay but but like it's you're just getting to the same page like you're just completely evening out and getting to a space where you're like boom like we're right here like we took a few breaths we're fucking releasing whatever was on ourselves throughout the day and we're right here we're about to do this thing and this thing is called sex and i love you and we're gonna do it and it's gonna be fucking phenomenal and like this is this is me honoring you and this is me honoring myself right like i said there could be a middle ground you don't have to make everything a ceremony you don't have to make everything a fucking one night stand you know it's just it's about finding what feels right for you being honest and supporting that sexual empowerment is going to look different for everyone there's different times in my life where i felt like i was the most sexually empowered person and then there was other times in my life where i felt like i was not you know and where like i had the knowledge but i wasn't applying it you know what i mean and and i think that that's super important too is like okay now you have the knowledge you have the awareness of certain things like how can you apply it? You might not apply it every time. It's okay. Everything is okay. Accepting ourselves, releasing the shame, we're learning. Like, you're just a fucking human, so am I. We're just learning. We're just learning. So just being, you know, open to learning. And, you know, if you want to get more into, like, the sex magic and stuff like that, that's something to explore. And, um, yeah, really just getting on the same page with somebody or getting on the same page with yourself and like when and really thinking about what it is that you either want to let go of and release like I want to destroy the fact that I'm impatient boom like and when you're reaching climax to think about that or vision yourself doing that or you know and then vice versa like okay I want to imagine abundance coming into my life and also knowing the why right knowing the why for both things creating and destroying Knowing the why, if you want to create abundance in your life because you want to help pay off your debts and also give back to the community and help pursue the things that you're going to do that is going to not only be beneficial for you, but your family and your loved ones and the community for you literally just embodying 
pursuing your dreams like just know your why because if you're just like yo i'm trying to manifest a porsche because i'm trying to stun on these bitches like you know what i mean like that's i mean i don't know maybe you'll get it but i don't know what the fucking repercussion is so just being aware of that you know that's something i'm going to have another podcast on is manifestation and then you can kind of take that platform of what comes up in there and like apply it this is like the most intense form of manifestation in a really big way like whether taking away or or creating so that's something just to touch base on that and if you are engaging with partner or partners like just making sure either you're all on the same page not wishing something for someone you know that's really important to just wish it for yourself only thing i would say if you were like manifesting for someone else is like manifest that they have the power for it to figure out what they need to figure out themselves like i strongly don't encourage you know um bypassing someone's will and um, not and doing things unconsensually, like any kind of love spells, any kind of banishing spells, anything like that, I'm strongly against. Um, and we'll get into that in that episode. But yeah, so in conclusion of, of everything, spiritual maintenance, just and empowerment, it's gonna look different for everyone. Everything in moderation doesn't mean you have to quit porn for the rest of your life. Just making sure you're like sourcing good ones. And also like asking yourself, getting curious, not being judgmental, just being like, why do I like this kind of porn? Like, so you'll be surprised of what you find out with yourself. I like, I strongly believe that the categories of porn completely show everyone's trauma. Like if you were to look through someone's porn history, you would understand their trauma because it could kind of correlate somewhere in there because why why are you finding pleasure in in it? like pleasure and pain are like two sides of the same coin you know so if that feels good to be curious about you know if it doesn't then maybe that's not for you to do but definitely just taking the chance to clear yourself and be conscious moving forward with who you want to lay with knowing that you're worthy knowing your worth you know, knowing that the other person's worthy, whether they know it or not, you know, and also being okay if you don't feel like it's the right time for y'all to engage because maybe they're not in the highest of spirits for themselves. And you don't, if you, you don't want to walk around with that and that's okay to be selfish. It's okay to be selfish and to not feel like that's not, not something you want to engage with. You know, if you're noticing every time you're having sex with somebody that you're feeling drained, like it's okay to not want to do it anymore. You know, like, giving yourself the power to make your choice i feel like if the most sexually empowered thing you can do anybody can do is be the one who is in control of your consent be the one who's like even when it comes to you know there's so much of like the only fans and the things like that like what's the difference between empowerment and what's the difference between objectifying is like the people who are objectifying is the power is in the people, right? So you're putting something out there to get a response. And then empowerment would be, you're putting something out there because you wanna put it out there because that's just how you feeling, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's the difference. It's like, you know, a lot of people can get lost in that, you know, not know the worth of themselves or, or them as a human being. And, you know, maybe they have like a really nice body and they find value in that because that's what they've been getting attention from their whole life, you know? So it's, it, it, there's compassion there. You know what I mean? There's compassion there. Like, I know there's, there's different uh, societies or cliques of people that like go against one another and, you know, feel like you can't, um, have a middle ground of like either you're you're pro 
you know, being naked or you're modest. And like there's there's empowerment looks different for everyone. Like some people feel empowered by being covered and some people feel empowered by being naked. So it's just about, you know, it's their business really. And the best thing you can do is if you do notice somebody kind of coming from that more objective way is just pray for them. You know what I mean? Pray for the spirit to know that they're worthy enough. So that's nothing that like get mad or hate over. You know, it's just it's just that person's learning in a different way than you are. So yeah, I think that's conclusion of this pod. So I'm not gonna pull cards today, but I will play these bowls. And yeah. So I have the heart chakra bowl and the sacral chakra bowl with me today. And anybody who is open to receiving that, you know, our heart being our love center and our solar, I mean, our solar process, our sacral being our ruling over our reproductive organs and all of our sexuality and everything that we create, destroy, absorb, everything is coming from this place. So it feels good for you taking a comfortable seat and just allowing yourself to flutter your eyes closed, taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Continuing to take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. And another one. Feeling into the top of our head. Scanning down, releasing any tension in our jaw, in our shoulders, our back, chest, belly hips, thighs, knees, calves, ankles, feet, arms, elbows, wrists, fingers, just allowing yourself to melt down. And the intention of this meditation is to connect our sacral with our heart, to clear out anything that is not ours, and to recalibrate ourselves in these centers to recalibrate our intimate relations not only with others but with ourselves
down over there, adding this wiggling your fingers and moving your feet, saying your name three times to pull yourself back into whatever space you're in. And from here, you can continue a meditation if that feels good for you or just continue on with your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast and for taking this journey with me today and anytime you've listened or at any point. And I pray that this podcast reaches whoever it's meant to in the best way like that. And if you have any questions on any of the topics, not only today's, but any of the topics, just know that I'm a real person in real time and you can reach out to me. So I will see you guys next week. Enjoy the rest of your day.